Hey, yo, what's up? Welcome to All Talk No Chaser. Um, we are here with, um, well, first off, let's reintroduce Mocha, okay? Mocha is back in the building with us. We are happy to have you. Even though we like on episode number 15, we are still happy. <laughs> we are happy to have you back in the building. <clears throat> I also want to, um, yes, yes. I also want to introduce our special guest that we have on with us today, which is Miss Ebony um, Sugar Lips. You know, and them lips is looking quite sugary, folks. Just in case, I just want to let you guys know, just in case you was wondering, you know, <laughs> I got front head, front row view. But in two ways, y'all know I'm a fool. Uh, so we um, basically we have Ebony also because she has a testimony for you guys, a testimony that she. Um, she experienced a horrific accident um, last year, and we'll be touching bases on that and basically her testimony to hopefully encourage others and um, send your encouragement to her because she's still going through. But uh, before we delve right into um, that, I just want to tell you guys, I went and seen The Little Mermaid today. Did you like to see The Little Mermaid yet? I, no, I haven't seen I haven't it. seen it yet. I just want to say, it's not because I'm a crybaby, but I actually cried two times. <clears throat> the first time... <laughs> I'm, I'm good for crying at the I'm good for crying at the movie. See, I'm, too, I'm too emotional. That's who I know. I can't. I don't know. I'm like, I know I'm in my 40s. I'm be in my 40s. I'm crying off every little thing. I'm crying off commercials. I'm crying like... <laughs> like geez. I'm not going to have 40s. Though, like, hey, hey. But uh, it was really, really good. I want to say what made it like um, even more spectacular for me is that it really showed black girl magic through and mm. through the movie. Um, one of the times that I actually did cry was when um, Haley, who plays Ariel in the movie, was singing, you know, um, what is it? Not a whole new world. That's really, um, a part of your world. Y'all know the main song of The Little Mermaid. And she comes out the water and she splashes up and her hair just... You know who's saying? So, I mean, just the way to see her locks, right. you know, you know, right. splash up in that sun radiating. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, black okay. girl. Like, yeah. yes, yeah. locks. Yeah. Like, so literally, I like when I seen that part of the show, I literally tears to start streaming down because it was, it, I, it's like, it was an accomplishment for us as just not just black people, but black women. You know what I mean? So, it, if you haven't seen it, Please go out and see it. It also, they also, I want to say they add at least like two or three new songs as well that are pretty good. Disney did their thing with this movie. Mm. Like they, they did their thing. So if you haven't seen it, go, 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 go out and see it. Go out and see it. Go out and see it. Huh? I said, I'm going to have to see it because I wanted to see it. I want to it's see good. It'd be worth it. It'd be worth it. Okay. So, ladies, how was you guys this week? How was you guys this day? Anything you want to share with the peoples? Mocha, you've been gone for so long. Let us know what's going on. We've okay. missed you. Well, as you know, life has been lifing. Uh, that it that does. Can be either a good or a bad thing since I've been gone. You know, I've gotten a promotion at my job. Want to do um, it? I've went through a well, Congratulations. <laughs> of six years. Uh, and I've just been, oh, wow. you know, just kind of trying to get back to myself and staying out the way. But I'm glad to be back, and especially amongst friends. 
Yes. I'm glad to have Ebony on. You know, we've been rocking since like eighth grade. You know? Yes, give so. the history. That's one thing I did yes. not touch on. Give the history. Yes, we all went to high yes. school together. So it's just, you know, yes. that we can now still keep those connections and stuff. Because a lot of people don't still have friendships or still ties from people from like back in the day, you know, relationships and stuff just ain't what they used to be. So, you know, we don't exactly. have to talk every day to still have like a bond. So I'm very happy to just be here amongst my people. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't even, I mean, if you think about it back when we was in, you know, going to San Lorenzo, you know, SLZ rebels, you know, <laughs> I never would have thought that it would be me, you, you, Charmaine, or Ebony, all doing this podcast right here, right now, today, right. you know, in 2023, when we graduated in, well, 01 and 02, yeah, 01, <laughs> 01 and 02, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy how lives eventually end up intertwining, even 10, 20 years down the line, so, mm -hmm. and it can be a blessing, like, most definitely, um, <clears throat> Eb, tell us, give, so like I said before, <clears throat> initially I said like, we brought Eb on so she can tell us, and I, are you okay with me calling you Ebs? Because I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for this week. Usually, they, usually I'll be tripping, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, y'all don't really know me like that to be calling yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? But, bro, we 20 years <laughs> in, girl, you better quit yeah. playing. <laughs> so we all do it. We all do it. <laughs> So, so, you know, I'm saying that must have been God. He was like, you don't ask this girl if it's okay. Because <laughs> you just been like, it's woo woo. Like, <laughs> no, trust me, I would have been sorry. Sorry. like, no. Okay, okay. So, you be sure. Air on your house, Julia? Do I have an air on? Yeah. Am I looking sweaty? No, no. I got a hoodie on. It's hella hot. It's I do have it. You know what? I'm just trying okay, to let me take my hoodie on. The, no. the hoodie was last minute because I was actually in some cute. I got some cute pink leopard print, like little wonky womp under the hoodie. You feel me? I said, y'all ladies ain't ready for that. You know, I would have hit, blue, hit the hoodie off. You feel me? Yeah. I didn't want to see nobody. Yeah. Listen, listen, yeah. listen. You better just go and do you. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you get home and you take the bra off. Right. You know, when you, right. you know, everything else come up with, you know. Right. So, so I'm comfortable. <laughs> so I asked you if I was sweaty because I'm, to be honest with you, I'm quite hot. It's the alcohol. Because I have Y'all going to come out these jackets because like, I'm going to I know, huh? I ain't even gonna lie, turn my fan down and shit. But you feel <laughs> it might be coming back on. Yeah, and I'm over here drinking a hoodie on and just, yeah. That's why I said, Am I sweaty? Y'all <laughs> making me hot over here. Is my face glistening? Am I glistening? <laughs> but you've been drinking. Ooh. I have. I've been drinking it and I've been high all day long. I'm trying to tell you, like it's it has been a day. It has been you and you would think like oh, I just came back from vacation, but let me tell you something. Like Charmaine said, life be life So when I came back, life hit real quick. Like it was like, oh bitch, you back. <laughs> like so <laughs> like, here we go. Here go responsibility. Right. Here go bills. We were still here waiting on you. So yeah, life definitely has been life in. But um, back on a serious note, we are was really excited when um, Ebs had or Ebony had 
um, inboxed us and said that she wanted to share her story with us. And I said, please do, because just going through like watching your story on Facebook and Instagram and seeing the pictures and just and definitely seeing the love. Definitely seeing the support. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I said, wow, like, you have a testimony. Like, for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. in the beginning, I knew, like, when I seen the pictures, stuff, I was like, oh, oh my God, like, she's in a hospital. But then when you start going into, no, when you showed them pictures of your leg. Right. After the, That's I was I like, had to do that. I teared up. I had to do that because I teared up. people was like, you know, seeing the, the made up Ebony, you know, and right. they're like, Ain't nothing wrong with you, girl. You can get up out that bed. I'm like, yeah. Nope. No. No. I literally, I teared up when I seen that because I'm going to be honest with you. Because, I, I, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say Ebony was, her, her face card never failed. Every At least every time <laughs> I seen her in those pictures in the hospital, face card <laughs> stayed on point, honey. So, yes, I'm going to be honest with you. So, when she did show them pictures of her legs, I was like, oh. Oh, I didn't know how serious it was because, like, honestly, right. ladies and gentlemen, Ebony stayed on point. She, the lashes were stayed done, the brows was done, honey, the lips was glossed <laughs> up, and every single picture. So when she showed me the picture, like the wrong a cut, like I was like, oh my god, like that's my heart dropped because I didn't know what that's it. Just run, run us back to you said it was uh, November nineteenth, the two thousand twenty-two, right? Yep. It just hit. Try to give us a little rundown. Um, um, okay, so I had did a double at work. I was working late, got home by 11.45 at night. Um, but before that, that morning, I'm going to remind to that morning, I had went to um, our fellow classmate, Tiana. Her grandmother had passed away. Oh. So I had went to her grandmother's funeral that morning. <clears throat> and when I came back home, or my street where I live, it's like, you have to wait until all the cars pass by just to get out the car. Mm. And so I remember telling my mom, like, Ma, man, like, you got to be careful because if you just hop out the car, somebody going to hit one of us. And she like, yeah, you know, like, I just can't stand this street. Fast forward, I went to work, came home like 1145 at night. <clears throat> and I'm waiting till the cars pass by. So I'm on my phone scrolling. You know, I look up 1155. I'm like, oh, let me get out the car. I don't see nobody. So, okay, cool. Get out the car. I didn't even make it to my trunk until I just seen, like, bright lights come out of nowhere. Shut up. Like, the street was dark. And just the lights just came. And then I just heard, like, an engine rev up. And I'm like, all I remember saying is, like, stop. It was a boom. <clears throat> so they hit my, um, they hit my boyfriend's car. And both of the cars hit me. So I went up in the air. Oh my God. I flew back down on the hood. And then the car just kept pushing me to my gate. So, like, it's pushing me, like, in my stomach. Wait a minute. So, so the guy who hit the other vehicles was still revving on the gas, pushing? Yes. yes. Oh, no. So I'm thinking, wow. I'm thinking the impact was so hard that it kind of knocked him out. It had to. Because the car was still pushing like he was still driving. So, um, finally the car, I, I just felt it stop. And then I'm, I just rolled over off the car and hit the concrete. Now, when I hit the concrete, I felt my leg go in the opposite direction. Oh, 
And so I'm like, ah, but I was still in like shock or whatever. So I'm instantly like calling my mama because every time, no lie, y'all, every time it's an accident or something outside, my mama running outside, Mm -hmm. the first one, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so mamas have this, they just know when something ain't ain't right with their kids, they know it's like this inkling. But this time, that's not what happened. Oh. My mama just had her chemo treatment two days before my accident, right? Oh, my God. So um, she was, like, resting. Like, she finally, she said she finally was, like, I can get some rest and fell into a deep sleep. Usually my mom will hear it. Usually my son will hear it. I'm calling their name. Mama, I'm screaming. Like, screaming. Just imagine y'all on a cold, concrete ground. You feel me? Like, you screaming for help. You don't hear nothing. It's like an eerie, quiet, like silence. And so I hear a car open, the door open. So I'm like, come, come help me. Come help me. I'm on the other side of the car. I'm on the other side of the car. I'm hit. I'm hit. I look under and I can see the ankles. I see the guy walking like, you know, so I turn over to my left to see like who he was. And I can't remember his face, but I just know he was Mexican. And um, I'm like, Help me, help me, I'm hit. Do y'all know he looked at me and turned his head and kept walking? Shut your mouth. So at that moment, I just started screaming because I'm like, I'm about to die. Because there was nobody around. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, right. just screaming like, help, somebody help me, help me. It felt like forever I was doing it. And I finally turned, when I looked down, that's when I seen all my flesh hanging out my leg, my bones sticking up. And thank God I'm in the medical field. Like, they always tell us, like, you know, in those situations, not to panic. And, yeah. like, when you that person, too, you cannot. It's hard not to panic. But I thank God I had a peace over me. Like, it was a calm peace over me. And then I'll just turn my head. And I was like, if I look any longer, I'm going to pass out. So, Ebony, breathe. That's just how I just kept telling myself, breathe. So, I'm telling myself, you know, I'm breathing slow and I look up and I see my phone and it's like a little bit up uh, like um in front of me so <laughs> my brothers they laugh about this right now but at that moment you know you remember a major pain like they had to crawl like <laughs> yes arms. no lie like I real life had to crawl that was you oh I'm wow. crawling and then you can just feel I mean I, you can just hear like my leg dragging stop like, you know, now, blood and everything. were you in pain? Did you feel what? pain or was your adrenaline still? I think she might have been more in shock. It was more shock. I didn't feel pain yet. Okay. I didn't feel pain yet. I just felt like I couldn't breathe. Like I was breathing, like <gasps> doing that. Oh. So I crossed on my phone and it's funny now, but it wasn't funny then. Instead of calling 911 first, I'll call my mama phone. I never, that's what we do. Yes, like, <laughs> yes, yes. I always call my mama first thing. I call her phone, she didn't answer. I call my son phone, he didn't answer. I'm like, oh, shoot. So then I'm like, duh, Ebony, call 911. <laughs> so call. You know, black people don't call their mama first, okay? Yes, yes. that's normal, girl. Trust me, that's normal. Most of our parents got a connection to God, so we like we follow you. Swear. You got that connection, you girl. Know? I swear, I swear. Like I just knew she was going to answer the phone. I knew she was going to be running out. But um, now that I know, it was God saving my mom and my son from that. 
You know, like they wasn't supposed to see me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause in actuality, I'm thinking like if they did come out, that would have made it worse for me. I would have yeah. been hyperventilating. You know what I'm saying? Like right. Because so they would have been screaming. Yeah, it was a moment yeah. I had to be with God. Like, and I'm praying to God the whole time, like, God, no, I can't die. Cause like I'm a single mom. You feel me? So it's like I have to be here for my kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, nah, God. And I really was praying like that. Like, no. Here I go. No. I gotta, I and gotta. That's how you gotta talk to God too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, how you that's when you know you have a relationship. Yep. That's yes. a relationship. Yeah. Most I was that. really like, God, no, this ain't it. I'm like, I can't die right now. So I'm like, help me, please help me. Please help me. So then that's mm. when I started getting calm again and I started breathing more. I started breathing more. The, um, then all of a sudden I heard somebody say, they coming, baby. They coming. So I'm like, oh, and I hear the sirens coming. So now I'm really like, okay, God, just now I'm just trying to focus on my breathing. And so you called um, or somebody else called? Somebody else. I called, but I gave my information. No lie. I just remember the lady, the dispatcher, she was asking too many questions and I didn't even want to talk to her no more. So I was like, you got to talk to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Can't do it right now. I'm trying to focus on breathing. Right. You know, like just send somebody, just hurry up. You already know where I'm living. I was so calm saying it, you know. So just come on. And um, the EMT come. He, I'm like, can you please talk to her? She asking me these questions. I can't do it right now. So somebody else come. They asking me like, you know, checking my, you know, your head, your shoulders, you know, mm-hmm. are you cut anywhere else? And I had my favorite jumpsuit on that my brother made. And I was so mad because they was cutting it up. I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck my leg. Just keep my outfit intact. Fuck my leg. (laughs) I was like, uh-uh. I'm like, you ain't got to cut the hoodie part. It's my leg. You ain't got to cut the top part. We have to let these material things go. (laughs) We do. We really do. I I wasn't feeling good and I still got these eyebrows done. We got to Mm -hmm. do uh, you know, but so they cutting everything. So now I'm half, I'm like naked. Only have my bra and my panties on, on cold concrete. Mm. So now I'm shivering hella hard. So when they, they're like, okay, ma'am, this is going to hurt, but we got to do this. So they had like these, they look like four by fours or whatever. And then they like, they got to push my leg together in order to turn me over. Ooh. So in my head, I'm like, okay, whatever, just come on. I didn't know how bad that was gonna feel though. So yeah, y'all, I didn't have two kids. When I tell y'all that pain, like I ain't never felt no pain like that. They can give you nothing first. I mean, it probably wouldn't have kicked in anyway, though. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have kicked in, but they they probably would have passed out just from the pain. They had to act fast, like real life had to act fast. I was, I just remember screaming, screaming to the top of my lungs. Like it just was hurting so bad. And uh, once they turned me over, that's when they was able to like, you know, check my vitals and do all that. You know, um, I remember they were like, we got to give her, I forgot how much the amount of the fentanyl. And I'm like, no, y'all trying to kill me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> The EMT, he like, he chuckled. He said, no, ma'am. 
not that kind. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like, no. So then I'm just like, okay, Ebony, you got to relax. Let them do their job. Because here I am going to work mode trying to tell them what to do. And I'm like, (laughs) you need to just focus on and that's when I start feeling everything though. That's why I'm about to say you being hella engaged with them is probably what kept your mind off the pain. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. But though but once I like try to relax, that's when I start feeling everything. Mm-hmm. I'm crying. I'm just like, oh my God. Like I can't believe like this is happening to me. And I kept saying I really got hit. Like somebody really just hit me. Mm-hmm. So we we in the um back of the ambulance. And um, they asked me a lot of questions and I'm trying to stay up because I think then I was like going in and out because they kept on trying to wake me up like Ebony, Ebony, here we go. You know, like keep on making me talk and stuff. Um, I'm just trying to tell myself like and I told them like, please don't let me go to sleep. Please don't let me go to sleep because I thought I was about to die. So I'm like, don't let me go to sleep. Don't let me go to sleep. And they're like, we're, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to keep you, you know, awake. Like, keep talking to us. Keep talking to us. They ask me every little thing they can think of. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to laugh. And they're like, you're still laughing. Like, you know, that's a good thing. So we're about to leave. And then I hear another EMT say, they got him. The guy yes. came back to the scene. They just arrested him. Why he came back voluntarily? What I have no idea. The guilt probably so, set in. They said he was so drunk and severely, like, oh. had severe bodily injuries, so that's how they knew it was him. Oh, and he lives around the corner from me. Hmm. 22, hmm. 22 years old, oh. and lived right around the corner from me. How severe was his injuries? Oh, no, but once I heard that they arrested him. That's when I, I, I just blacked out. I think it was just like, huh, you know. And then yes. I remember waking up, you know, in the movies when they show people getting rushed down the hallway, mm-hmm. you know, everybody running. No lie, that's exactly how I was. I'm, I woke up, and I just see me everybody rushing like, we're taking you to surgery, and I'm hearing surgery one stat and all this and all oh, that. You that's know, some real Grey's Anatomy shit going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh shoot. And I just kept saying, I got to call my sons. I got to call my sons. And then I blacked out again. Next thing I wake up, I got this big old metal device in my leg. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the heck? What happened? Um, So they told me they were going to amputate my leg because my leg was so like, from the knee down, it was over. Like, it was nothing near. So they were going to amputate it, but Highland had put the external fixator on there to keep it together. To see, like, you know, how uh, my leg was going to heal from that. Oh, y'all. And people try to give Highland a bad, like, name or rep or, oh, it's not a good hospital. But they trauma center is... The is trauma, immaculate. The trauma yes. center is really good. So yeah, really good. Yes. They got that there, and you know, just hearing this story is very descriptive, and it. I feel like I'm living it again, basically. Yes. Eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, because this is our first time hearing this story too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Although you know, we talked about how we've known each other and all this stuff, and but I have seen right. on Facebook, and Julia, I know you were saying that 
you know, you didn't know how severe it was until she showed mm-hmm. a picture of her leg. But mm-hmm. I instantly knew when I was crying because your mom posted right know, basically the flesh on the ground and stuff like that. And I'm not oh, a parent, yes. but I can only imagine as a mom how that would make you feel to always mm-hmm. want to be exactly. there for your child. And in this one moment that you couldn't. So that's what really tore me up yes and she but felt I know that your mom has been there every step of the way yes mm-hmm. she felt I was feeling bad for my mom because she was feeling so bad just to be like I was sleeping you were calling my name and I couldn't help you mm-hmm. you know like as a mom it's like my child is calling for me you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and it's like I'm I wasn't there to help her and it's mm-hmm. like dang that's my whole job to protect my child you know mm-hmm. But um, like I said, it wasn't meant for her to be there though. Right. Mm-mm. You know, be, because it was all just like it had to be God. Mm. Like it had to be that moment for me and him. You know. Um. But I've been through a lot, y'all. I've been through eleven surgeries. Um, seven more like more than seven blood transfusions all these complications. I had infections in my legs and mm-hmm. it was like my body wasn't getting no rest. It was Monday we had a surgery, rest Tuesday, Wednesday back in surgery. You know, and it was just like back to back to back to back. This was because they were trying to, at this point, trying to save your leg. They're yes. not wanting to. And they, kept, okay. they kept asking me. It was asking me and telling me like, well, you're in so much pain, you know. The, the thing we could do is just amputate it. I kept saying, you're not going to amputate my leg. You're not going to take my leg. Right. I don't care what y'all say. They'll tell me something. I'd be like, yep, I hear you, but no, nah, that ain't it. That's not going to happen. Every time. And then every time I prove them wrong, they like, you know. <laughs> if you like, want to see how God work, look at right, me. Right. Right. Every you day. You want to see how he move, look at me. Exactly. <laughs> every real. night. I was really scared to close my eyes because I thought that was going to be the last time, you know, um, I will be breathing. So I was scared to go to sleep. I would stay up all night, all morning, be tired, in and out, medicine. Man, my mama got pictures of me, like, halfway trying to eat, and I'm asleep, nodding. Mm. Like, (laughs) oh, my God. But the thing is, Everybody asks me, like, you know, have you been depressed and everything? Mm. When I was in the hospital, I didn't have time to be depressed. It was so many people pouring into me, Mm. like, calling me, um, sending messages, sending flowers. It's people that I never talked to in person, but always was, like, on um, social media, you know. They sending me stuff. I'm like, dang. What the heck? Like, you know, um, Bible scriptures, encouragement, prayers, everything. Like, I didn't have no time to be depressed. And I was just so, like, happy to be alive and to be like, you know, in our lifetime, we'll sit back and be like, who really love you? You know what I'm saying? Or who really love you? Who around? These are times you find out. Who real? I think I'm about to be Julia and be the crier. Like, hold for so long, <laughs> girl. You gotta let it out <laughs> no, for real. But, um, it was so many people, and I was just like overwhelmed 
with the joy though. Like, wow. Like, do you never know how much of an impact God you have in people's lives? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm like, man, I, I don't even know these people like in real life. It's just social media. Like, but for them to be like, man, you encouraging me. You know, like yeah. how you dealing with that and you still smiling, you still posting funny stuff. And I'm like, I have to. I can't sit in it. You know what I'm saying? Because when I sit in it, it'd be a wrap. I know myself. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, I know myself. And like how you were saying my face and everything, the makeup and stuff, I that was the only normal I had to myself. Mm-hmm. I would not wear the um, hospital gowns. I was like, nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to have my brother make me a custom fit while Listen. I'm here. Okay. Listen. I'm like, mama. <laughs> I need some shirts. Bring me some shirts, some gowns over here. I'm not wearing this stuff. I'm like, nope. Because in my mind, I was just like, I'm I'm not in the hospital. I was like, no, I can't. I was trying to psych myself. I was trying to psych myself out. You know? Yes. Every morning, the nurses would come in. They washing me up. I'm putting my makeup on. Mm. Like real royal queen, you feel me? Real like, housewife shit. Like I remember seeing you one day, one of y'all. I'm like, this girl's like a real life housewife. I mean, she got full face makeup on, all in the hospital and shit. Like this, she's a housewife. Like this. Was- <laughs> when you look, when you look good, you feel good. You know that. Yeah, yeah, but but that makes so much sense. You know what I'm saying? Because had you not have done that and you just succumb to the depression state of the hospital and the hospital room, the hospital Man. and the hospital, the hospital is real depression to me, period. Because you're just in there with a whole bunch of sick folks. Sick folks yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So the fact that you didn't let that overcome you and you was like, no, like you said, this is this mm-hmm. was my normal. Yeah. And so now it's like I have a whole newfound, like a whole newfound respect for you for even continuing to do that. I because it's been. like, Sometimes you have to get to your normal to to get back to your mm-hmm. normal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's exactly that's what was up. going on. You know, the nurses was like, "Teach me how to do this." I'm teaching them how to put their eyebrows on. <laughs> Listen, you know, I'm teaching them how to put the press ons on. You feel oh. me? <laughs> I'm like, hey. <laughs> you probably oh. was giving them hope, and no, you know, what I'm really, saying? they will come in my room and just be like, Ebony people have been in here with less than what's going on, you know, with you. And then mm. their attitude is bad. They cussing out the nurses. They just have a bad personality moves and everything. And I get it. Cause you in pain all the time. Even when I was in pain, I would like cry silently, you know what I'm saying? And then my mom and my dad be like, let it out, you know, but I'm like, it was like a pride thing. Like, no, I'm gonna get through this, you know, like I'm gonna get through it. But it's been times I had to break down and was like, man, all right, I don't know now. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get through this. Like, how am I going to get through this? You know, blood pressure will be low, super low, and they rushing in, trying to see what's going on, RB super high, heart rate super high. Um, all of a How sudden, was your my, kids doing this process? Like, how were they so processing kids, what was going on? My kids suffered silently but they was trying to be strong you know yeah. like um my oldest like he he's instantly like the behavior in school and stuff you know um instantly got like a depression mode too like to himself and everything and he developed um something that's called GERD 
Like mm-hmm. when you have a lot of stress and stuff. Yeah. It's not an ulcer, but it's kind of like that. Yeah. And it's like my child, both of them, you know, they was needing me. But then it was like every time they came and see me, I'm upbeating everything. Like ain't nothing stopping nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm making jokes, cracking on them, everything. Like, you know, but I know as soon as they leave, you know, they sad. As soon as they yeah. leave, I'm crying. It's like y'all I'm both like, trying to be strong for yes. each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I get from hearing you talk, you know, like you're not wanting to let it out. It seems like you felt that maybe you had to not only be strong for you, but for your mom and everybody else around. Mm-hmm. I swear it was because um, my dad and my younger brother, they flew in from Arizona. So, just seeing them like my dad was just trying to be strong we all everybody trying to be strong yeah (laughs) and then i'm like i'm telling them like it's all good y'all can cry like i'm telling y'all it's good y'all can cry you know right right i'm the one like "Mm -mm, mm -mm, i ain't crying (laughs) i ain't crying from you like but um it was me y'all was like i'm so sick of julia crying every time i walk up in that room i have a But, um, Girl, my my uh, plastic surgeon, we got so cool because every time he says something to me, he'll be like, "I know you're gonna say it's not gonna happen," <laughs> like, but this is the possibility. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I know what you said. I ain't listening to none of that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, uh, no, I ain't, I ain't listening to none of that. It's so, the faith for me. It is. Like, I don't know where that faith came from. To be honest. I mean, it's just like, I just knew I can't, I can't die. I can't it came from that moment me. you had with him when he was on that pavement. That's happen. why you needed that time with him because he needed yep. that time to help build your faith through this journey. Your through strength. It, yes. Through it all. And I, I'm a heart. Moment, I'm going to go with just, you know, just from growing up in the church. When you already have mm-hmm. that foundation, you're going to mm-hmm. go back to your creator. You're going to go back yep. to the person that you've seen your grandmother and mom pray to and cry to and get on their knees. So naturally that's something that's in you. It had to be pulled back out of you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, because y'all know I'm crazy. Y'all know I'm crazy. I just be saying anything. (laughs) (laughs) But I still like believe in God and it it is my foundation. You know, Um, it's just so many times my mom just singing to me, um, Mm -hmm. playing like, songs to uplift my soul you know my spirit and stuff like when I'm asleep and everything like so it was just like everybody we had a, like a big prayer circle for my yes. last surgery because I started to get scared like um with my surgeries because uh one time I got came out of surgery and I had like dry tears on my face so I'm like oh y'all made me cry like <laughs> yeah cry. yeah when y'all was uh, what y'all was doing <laughs> like what the heck so i started getting scared and then, but why like, is okay. that did you cry and what did they it was just extra yeah. they said water. I, I was crying they said i was crying um during the surgery when i but i was asleep you know uh, the anesthesia but the tears and you don't remember anything in mm-hmm. those times when you no I had so many bruises on my arms. They were so weak from getting poked on all the time, bloods, you know, getting my blood drawn and all the stuff. And I was just like weak, body physically weak, but my spirit and my mind was like, no. So like I'm, I kept saying, my body have to catch up to my mind. 
Because mm-hmm. my mind, even now, my mind like, man, I'm about to walk. No, I can't. No, I you will. We outside. Feel no, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, For sure. We claim that and receive it. You yeah, will be. So they had to um they had to rebuild my leg. They so they took skin grafts from my right leg. Wow. Um and the uh, my whole thigh. And then they had to um put it onto my left thigh and my leg because under my kneecap it was gone. Everything was gone. So from the impact of you hitting the ground, is that how it, why you- I was and how my bone? Because it's my tibia came, not my bone came up. But from them cleaning the debris and glass and everything out of my leg, all the skin and tissue was dead. So they had to. My leg was like super skinny, so they had to use all my, you know, tissue and everything to right. come over to my other leg. So they put a rod in my leg. Um, and a couple of days after that, I had gotten an infection and they could see the rod through my leg. So they like, oh, we got to take this out. So that's a good thing. Cause I did not want to ride in my leg. Cause I'm like, when I get older, I'm going to have like problems, you know, like mm-hmm. I, hear, I hear stories about that. So I'm like, I don't want to ride. Thank God they took it out. And then that's when they had the other, um, fixator on my leg. That I was showing you guys, the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that was a lot. Like that had to become me because I had to move my leg. I, you know, everywhere I was trying to move it and everything. That was so hard for me, but I did it. You know, um, I just kept pushing myself, like pushing myself. Um, when I transferred to the rehab, now talk about testing my faith. I was the youngest person. It's a nursing, a skilled nursing facility. So I was the youngest person. It was all like older people. And I believe God sent me there so I can be their voice. Mm. Um, when I got there, I did not want to be there. I was sick for days, feeling like I'm, you know, nauseated and everything. Like, I don't want to be here. Why am I here? I want to go back to Kaiser. I can go back because they like, you know, you have to get better. You have to go to rehab and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just came from a suite. You know, I'm showing pictures like I got a nice high view. rise. I got a you view. know, like, <laughs> on the water. Oh, then we get bougie. I did. I was loving it too. Like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> I went from that to half of a room, literally, like not even half wow. of a room. It was. I had a roommate, and it was a curtain in between us. It was a small mm. space. And I really had to just sit with Ebony. Like, I'm so used to being around people. I always will say, like, I never been on a vacation by myself. I never even had yeah. breakfast by myself. I'm always with people. I'm always with my kids, somebody. But th- that month and a half, I had to sit with Ebony. Like, <laughs> this is my time with God. And I was going through so much. I, um, went through infections in there the last infection is uh called c diff it's like you can get it from being in nursing homes but it's like older people get it yeah so here i am the nurses you know probably not cleaning themselves because i couldn't i couldn't use the bathroom so they had to clean me you know i had to roll over and everything they do everything but it's like they're not changing their gloves they're not cleaning themselves 
So now, how do I get E. coli in my leg? How do I get that? Mm. Are you serious? Yes. I have this in the nursing home. Those home. nursing homes do not be doing everything. Even hearing this story reminds me of when my grandmother was in there. You're they don't. Them. You're supposed to do that. They get bed sores and all kinds yes. of stuff. Yes. I was sitting. I was my grandmother up herself. See? Dirt was rolling That's why off. my grandmother and my grandfather, they they did not want to die. They said, no, we, when we are dying at home. And that's exactly yes. what they did because of that very reason. Yes. And this is why I, you were I, saying that you have to be the voice for the people because the kind yes. of treatment that they that you're receiving is the same treatment that they're getting. Mm-hmm. That's why I used to say, if y'all are doing this to me and I yes. can talk, how y'all doing them? Like, I know mm-hmm. y'all treating them wrong because they can't say nothing. Girl, they hated me and my mama. I knew they was glad when I left because it was every day I was on their head. Then when they found out, oh, you're a medical assistant? Yes. Now all of a sudden they want to treat me good. Mm. That's wrong. So if I didn't say nothing, because one night, it was late night, I had used the bathroom and um, I'm ringing a bell and stuff. They didn't come to my room for two hours later. I had to sit in my my urine and everything. Are you serious? Two hours later. I don't even want to blast this place. We're not going to do that. But... Oh, no, we're going to blast this place. It's going to be Ebony. It's going to be Ebony nursing home in a minute. <laughs> Girl, what's their name is? Hello? You know, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you, Ebony. You know, when you said that E. coli in the leg, in my head, I'm like, she better sue they. That's what I was thinking in my mind. I'm so serious. Like, it's so much stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm tallying everything. My mom called the state board on him every Hell yeah. Like, it's it's Elmwood nursing in Berkeley. Okay? That part. So, don't see nobody there. No family members, nothing. They don't do nothing. And it it was like... Is it by a nation's? No. Is it kind of like by a nation? Okay. Mm-mm-mm. But um, I did uh, befriend two nurses that was there because they always like had my back. You know, like with the food. I'm like, they feeding this to people? Like, what the heck? I'm, and then so in, in my job, we had to cook for our patients and our clients. You know what I'm saying? So I was always yeah. like, if I'm not going to eat it, I'm not going to cook it for them. Right. So here I am on the other side of the end. And I'm like, if y'all not going to eat this, don't give me this food. Like, are you serious? So I had my mom bring me food. The nurse that I like um, was cool with, she bring me stuff. Thank God for her. Like, seriously. She was always helping me out on everything. And so when I got that infection, my body, y'all just picture like, I mean, just like my body was burning from the inside out. My whole body. Like for a week, I was back and forth to the emergency. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I'm like burning. I got fans on me. And in that moment, I'm like, God, I felt like, okay, I'm about to die because this is, I haven't felt nothing like this. this. I didn't went through all these surgeries. I didn't went through all these complications. And now I'm like, this is the end because I'm burning. Like, (laughs) I just couldn't, I couldn't even deal with myself. My vision was blurry. I couldn't see because I'm under all this medication. 
um, headaches, you know, everything. So I'm like, God, like, come on now. So then I just, at that moment, it was late night, like in the middle of the night, I just heard in my head, Yolanda Adams, the the battle is not yours. Mm. And I kept humming that. So I'm like, okay, I start playing that song and I just kept singing it and I'm singing it loud. I didn't care who was there, whatever. I'm singing it loud because I'm like, God, it, you got to help me. Here I go again. Like, God, come on, you got to help me now because I'm feeling like I'm about to give up and I can't give up. But I was in so much pain and I'm like, I need you to help me. I need you to get me up out of here. That next morning, they were like, okay, you got a couple of days because it happened again because I had the IV in my arm so so long, like for months. So that's why I had that infection as well, too. No lie, y'all. That took they took that IV out of my arm. Instantly I felt better. Like nothing happened. Wow. Really? I swear to God. Now, are they supposed to know when to take the IV out? Like, was this something that was scheduled that they just looked over? Or So, they were supposed to take out my IV two weeks before that, right? But the doctor, wow. like, well, the doctor said, well, we're just going to keep it in until you discharge. So, you know, it'd just be all in one wipe or whatever. But they was making me more sick than me getting healed. <sighs> And once again, if I didn't speak up or say anything, nobody would know. God, this is crazy to me how in this world we have these doctors. And don't get me wrong, I have so much respect for these doctors and nurses who do their jobs, Mm -hmm. you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying, wholeheartedly, Mm -hmm. you know. But it's like it's those few, you know, that just generally don't care. Mm -hmm. And you really have to be an advocate for yourself. Because you think like, I'll tell you this, I was at one point going to school for nursing and stuff like that. And you know what made me stop going that way? I said, I don't want to be responsible for nobody's life. Mm. I just, Mm. I just, that was too much pressure for me. Like mm-hmm. before I even started doing it, I said to my, I don't want to be responsible because even if I'm just, just a, just a nurse that just comes in and checks and just checks your heart rate or checks your, your blood pressure or whatever. And I give, right. and I write down the wrong number because my mind is somewhere else. And I write the wrong numbers yeah. down or you, you know what I'm saying? Like something like that. Mm-hmm. I still had sense enough to know or knew myself enough to know, like, I don't want that responsibility, but I think a lot of these nurses and these doctors feel that same thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, but there's money in it. That's what I'm saying. I used to tell them, like, y'all in this job, y'all in the wrong profession. Y'all yeah. just in it for the money. And I'm like, I can see who really have a passion for it. And I can see who don't. Just by the way they treat right. right. Yes. And I know you when know. you was talking about, you know how you said that the battle is not yours. You know, the right. Yolanda Adams song. You know, as you were telling that story, uh, what actually came to my mind was, the song we're going a little older i don't believe he brought me this far to leave me mm-hmm. that's kind of what resonates Man. with me but yes also, you know even speaking on healthcare, this was something i was mentioning this week because mm-hmm. i've been going through some health things as well it's like there is no care in healthcare. care no. amen no not unless like, you rich you get true not unless you be rich. a millionaire but mm-hmm. and Girl. and then it was like we, if you don't, like you said, if you don't advocate for yourself, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If you don't advocate, 
if you don't have nobody else advocating, then it's like, you know, whatever. But they had to do whatever they had to because my mom was there like, <laughs> my dad yeah. works at Kaiser Oakland. So all the doctors yeah. knew him. So they was like, oh, okay, we got to do this. But then that made me mad. Like, don't try to help me because of who, I, my, my who I'm connected yes. to. Because here I am being a voice for everybody else, too. Like, what are you doing for them? So, you know, I don't I understand always... how people go to sleep at night. How do you rest yeah. knowing that you possibly put multiple people's lives at risk or possibly helped in their demise? Like, how in the world do you sleep comfortably? They don't care. You know what I'm saying? At night, knowing that, you know, you didn't do your job the way you know you should have done your job or you cut certain corners or, mm -hmm. because you know they don't have an advocate or, you know, they ain't going to yeah. say nothing or they don't have the, the amount of monetary benefit to cover it. So or to cover in its capacity. So I don't really have to do this. It's like, how are you OK with yourself going to bed at night, sleeping? Comfortably? How do you exactly. do that? And then they wonder why everything going wrong in their rights. life either like say that Charmaine no I was saying a lot of patients don't know that they have rights like you know right they your livelihood and job is because you are here so you can mm -hmm. speak up for yourself you don't have to do everything that the doctors say that you should do and things like that just like mm -hmm. Ebony nope you're not going to amputate my leg anybody right. else would have been like okay well since you think it's best no yeah. yes day, yeah you make the decision yes yeah, yeah. Cause I real life was like, uh, uh, I could still feel my toes. This is when I could feel my toes. I'm like, See? I can feel my toes and stuff. My and leg ain't dead. Like, uh, no, this pedicure is no. to be done around here. Oh, hello. <laughs> but it was like after my, it was my eighth surgery. They gave me an epidural, so my whole left side was numb and everything. And that's when I can only now just put my foot, my toes down. I can't wiggle wow. them. I can't lift my ankle up or do nothing like that. Like, it's just no nerves in here, nothing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and that might take real, like a year to come back sometimes when, yeah, you know, with nerves. Mm -hmm. They told me about a year, mm -hmm. a year and a half. And so I'm like, wow. dang, all right, you know. And another thing that helped me, I accepted the fact early on. I'm like, well, my leg here, y'all fix my leg, like, all right, whatever else come, I'm just going to deal with it, you know. It wasn't just like, dang. But for a minute, no lie, I have to be honest with y'all, I could not look at my leg for the first, I want to say first month. I believe so Whenever, So whenever they was cleaning my leg or doing everything, whatever, I had to turn my head. I had to put the cover, you know, over because mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't see it because I was just really like, dang. Because it might have been a roadblock in your face. Watch it. Yeah. And I really was just like, man. It's foreign now. It's not the leg that I knew before. So mm -hmm. yeah. why it's something you couldn't look And at. then it's like, here I have I have my tattoos that's on my thigh. Now it's on my knee. My my thigh is my knee. So No way. Yeah. Tattoos, my whole leg at the bottom is my thighs. So I was just like, okay, I can't. And I was just sad. I got to this point, I was sad. Like, I'm not going to be able to dance again. Like, I love dancing. You know, like, I'm not going to be able to dance. used to hit the Brookfield child. Like, you know, Man. like. Wait a minute, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, man. 
because Ebony is known yes. for dancing. Yes, yes. 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 I ain't even from Brookfield. Well, I, love yes. <laughs> I remember when they had. Wait a minute! I remember when they had that challenge. It was hitting it. I was trying to get yes. you and Hakeem. Yes. Yes. So I was like, man, like I was, I got sad and I got mad. Like the devil, you so mad. I know I got a purpose. Mm. You really mad at me. Hell of Like mad. you really mad. You took my leg and I was mad at the devil. I was mad at God. Cause I'm like, I know I got a purpose. I'm mm -hmm. like, you really mad. So I just was like, okay, it is what it is. I'm just going to accept the fact my leg ain't what it's going to be. And I'm just going to just, you know, deal with it. How, you know, as it, as I, as it come, you know, whatever is coming towards my way or whatever with it. But yeah, um, it's been a struggle y'all just now that I'm home, the depression has kicked in. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Mm. Um, only because, I was just about to ask you how you doing now mentally. Yeah. Mentally. It's like it's real hard now. Um, and then I but I think and because I I was asking myself like why am I depressed now when I wasn't like depressed then, you know? But it's like because you back like, at home where you can't do the things yeah. that you used to be able to do when you at home. Mm -hmm. Like it really like oh like in the yeah. hospital room it's like well I didn't do too much around here anyway so you don't really yep. get the grasp of your you know inabilities. But when you yeah. at home and you know, I used to be up cooking dinner or up cooking breakfast or yes. walking here, running here. Then it yes. sets in like, oh, I really can't do that shit right now. I can't do nothing. Like, that's what I, that's why I be like kind of sad too. Like, I can't get up and cook, you know, for my kids. And, and I'm like, thank God my mom is here and everything for me. But I'm like, man, my mom need a rest, you know, like. She needs to rest, but she like, no, this is what I'm going to do. You know, my mom went to early retirement so she can take care of me. Wow. And I'm like, yes, mom. I ain't about to cry. Oh, my God. Hold on. Yes, <laughs> mom. Oh, mama. <laughs> I'm about to cry. Nah, man. See? Uh -uh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I'm like. Life of a my... mom is a never ending job. It don't matter. ain't nothing you, like them. No. I'm There's telling you, like, like she. And don't nobody take it's, care of you better than your mama. And that's so what my mama said. Mm -hmm. My mom said, I'm taking my daughter home. I can do better than what y'all doing for her. And no lie. As soon as I got home, I started healing real fast. My wounds was healing fast. You know, um, everything. But it's like now I got to a, a depressed day because I'm like, I don't want my mama doing everything. You know, I thought when I got home, I was going to be able to be good. You know, um, be able to cook, be able to do whatever. I can't do nothing, y'all. I can't even stand for like seven minutes by myself. And I understand like, you don't want your mom to do those things, but you also got to understand that that's what she wants to do. You know, you yeah. being a mother yourself, you would do anything for your kids. True. Yeah. Cause I even thought about that. I said, I'm so glad. I'm so glad it wasn't my kids that got hit. Cause my kids, they'll walk to the store and everything like that. Mm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be strong like my mama is. I'd be probably in John George if it was one of my kids. No you lie. think, you think that because I bet you this, if you, somebody would have told you 
months ago or a year ago that that situation would have happened to you and that you would have handled it the way you were handling it now? You about nah, nah, I would have lost my mind if I seen my leg like that. I wouldn't be able to. Nah, you, you're right. God, God gives us, He don't give none of us more than what we can bear. Right. And if that situation was to happen to one of your children, you would have been the same girl. You would have, you would have done whatever you had to do to make them happy. That's what she's been doing. And I'm like, man. And so a couple of two weeks ago, y'all, I had failed trying to be independent. Mm. I'm like, trying to be independent. <laughs> I'm like, let me. And see God set that ass down it. real quick now, Ooh. didn't he? <laughs> I'm like, look at her. She cute. Bye. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, y'all. I'm like, okay, let me just, because it's, it's, like I said, I'm blessed and I'm grateful for everybody helping me. Mm-hmm. But I start, I start feeling like, dang, I'm asking too much to get help. You know, like, let me just try to see if I can do this on my own, you know. So I tried to get my stuff so I can, because I can't get in the shower because of my wounds. So I have to do sponge baths, baths and stuff, oh. you know. Um, So I'm like, okay, let me do my stuff, get my stuff together or whatever. Y'all. Mm-mm-mm. Did you fall in I did it. I did it, right? And I was Girl. trying to, I was like halfway to my bed because <laughs> I'm in a hospital bed too. So I'm halfway to my bed and I think I got excited like, oh shoot, I'm doing it. Whoa. You know, like, oh. And next thing I know, I see my bucket of water going in the air. So I'm oh like, no. And it was real life like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why, why the water going up? Why my crutch going this way? I'm like, oh, I'm falling. And then, Damn. so I'm trying to stop from falling with my left crutch, but me trying to stop, it crushed something crushed in my leg. Now, this Ooh. is the leg that's hurting. You know, this is the leg that's hurting. So I'm like, oh. So I just said, Emily, just fall. Because if you don't fall, you're going to hurt your leg even more. Y'all, I fell under my hospital table. Girl, oh, I, my God. Y'all, I had cereal stuck on my face and everything. Oh, <laughs> like, no. You know what song is resonating with me right now? What? We fall down, <laughs> but we get up. You just wanted to resonate the song because I've been resonating this whole time. That's very inappropriate. <laughs> it was really resonating with me, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I was sitting on the ground for like 30 minutes trying to see how am I gonna get up? Oh my god. Y'all should have seen my boyfriend. My boyfriend was there, he was looking stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking stressed out. Like, was gonna have to drag you and prop you up or something. Because right. the leg was, won't bend. So he was trying to pull Show me up. Down. He like, okay, come on, one, two, three. I was so scared. I just put dead weight on him. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're going to have to get up. <laughs> you have to <laughs> do this. And I was so uh, scared because I'm like, I'm hurting. My body hurt. Like right now, my body's still hurting. That was like two weeks ago. Like everything hurt. So I feel like I, I start all over again. Like I just got out of surgery. Like, yeah. I couldn't even imagine going through what you going through like i can't like even imagine amount, i'm the one going through it 
No, I believe it. I, I, me with my silly stuff, I'll probably be getting up pinching myself every day. Like, I know this shit ain't real. This can't be. Man. I, I ain't built for this. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all. <sighs> I'm trying to tell y'all just to be like. How many times like, have you asked God, why me? Only once. Amen. Because after that, I knew like I have a purpose. After that, it was like, don't be asking no why me no more. Now it's what you got to do to get your mm-hmm. you know, Obviously, your story need to be heard. Obviously, when I'm going to my x-rays and appointments, nurses and everybody like, you still laughing. You still have a personality. You encouraging us and yes. we need to be encouraging you. I'm like, this is just me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's people that I don't even know like that. They've been messaging me like, I've been watching your story. You is encouraging me. When I was getting those messages, I was like, man, you don't know who looking at you. Yeah. Like you don't know who you impacting. And then I was just like, okay, my story is going to help somebody else. Most they might definitely. not go through the same thing that I went through, but it's going to help them to be like, you just got to find one little small thing, one little small thing to be grateful for, to be like, God, yeah, I know you're going to get me out of this. I don't know how. But I know your faith. Like you have impeccable and remarkable faith during that whole situation. The fact that you was able to tell the doctors, like Charmaine said, anybody else might be like, "Well, if you feel like amputating is best," but the fact that your yeah. faith allowed you to twist your mouth to say no. You and this is a surgeon who went to school for 10, 12 years, yeah. saying it looks like that would be the best thing to do, and for you to be like, yeah. "No," and be confident in that. No, yeah, I'm like, okay, I hear what y'all saying, but that's not happening. No, sounds good though. Body better than for you. you. <laughs> yeah, they gave me my options. The three options, and that third one was amputate. And I was like, "We going with the two. We ain't even thinking about the three. So don't say right, right." Like, so now when they see me, they like, "Oh my god, Ebony!" Like, you know, my plastic surgeon. I'm the first case he ever had to deal with this like this, and he is hmm. so like happy. Like, my leg is his baby. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I know he like, like that scene of the Lion King holding the leg up. <laughs> like, look, like, this is what I accomplished. <laughs> yes, and he is young too. too. You He's young. Too. He's about like thirty-two or something like that. Oh God, yeah. And oh, he definitely he, putting you on a resume. Yes, he really like. <laughs> you know, I didn't think I could do this, but you know, I was like, I can do this, and he did. Like wow. rebuilt my whole leg, and it was on like some RoboCop. <laughs> like wow, God yeah. used you to test His ability. Yeah, it's funny how you know you may be going through the situation, you going through it, but right. it's crazy how He used your go through, your breakthrough, your faith to encourage and to strengthen and to give hope yeah. and faith to other people, and that some people rebuild them up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. That's why, like I said, when you first hit me and said, I want to tell my story on the podcast, please. Right. Because if it's one thing that people need today is encouragement. Yes. They need to see somebody who actually going through something and still having faith and breaking through, mm-hmm. you know, and people need to also hear that you're not by yourself. Like this, exactly. you may not have gotten hit by a car or whatever the case may be, but you probably are going through something that you feel like, I don't know if I can work my way through this. I don't know if I'll be able yes. to work my way out of this. And just hearing your story, mm-hmm. just like, no, I just, 
I kept going. I spoke what I wanted, and I and I am making sure mm-hmm. it's coming into existence. Mm-hmm. Period. And that ain't nothing and, but faith. Yes, and it's okay. Like, like I was telling <clears> y'all, <throat> holding my tears and everything. And my mom really told me, like, God, like, if you can't talk or anything, your tears are prayers too. Yes, yes. And when she said that to me, I, y'all, I just broke down. I mean, I was like <laughs> doing that that mm-hmm. cry. You know, when like, you don't know man. what to say, that's when God really hear you. Yeah, you don't have no words. That's when he hears your heart. I let it all out. I let it all out, and that's when I was like, "This healing journey, this this healing journey is gonna be like, man, it's gonna be epic." That's why I keep on saying, like, this bounce back about to be epic. Yes, like I'm really, I really have a purpose and everything. And um, my brother also, um, a a couple of people was telling me this a football player had the same injury as my Alex Smith. Um, and what's eerie, y'all, I just watched it the other day because they was like, you might not be ready to watch the story or whatever when I was in the hospital. Yeah. But the other day I watched it and it tripped me out. His accident, his football accident or whatever, same injury, y'all, with his leg, his bone and everything was November 18th, 2018. Mine was November 19th. 19th. And I'm like, oh my God, the same infections he had, I had them. Everything, like, so I'm like, oh shoot, like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. And to see him now today, he doing it like his podcast and TED Talks and everything like that, encouraging people. And I'm seeing him like, if he can get through it, the same thing that Mm -hmm. I'm going through, I know I can now. So that gave me a boost because... No lie, the other day y'all was so I was like kind of defeated, like I can't do nothing. I just felt helpless, you know. So when I seen it, I'm like, oh no, I gotta get through this. So I feel like me doing this podcast or somebody hearing, you know, they gonna be like, no, I gotta get through this too. Yes, because we sit there like, why I gotta go through this? And then later on down the line, you feel like you you helping somebody else, like, oh, I went through this. This is what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And before right. I used to be like, God. I don't want to go through nothing else no more to help somebody else. I want yeah. somebody to help me now. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Tired. <laughs> like, no, but that's just like how life is, you know, like we gotta, we go through to help somebody else. And it's like, we, and I'm getting my strength and my encouragement by helping somebody else though. Yep. You know, I start feeling better all of a sudden cause I didn't help somebody else, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, it's a whole full circle, and um, I'm gonna reach out to that football player. So I'm gonna need to meet him. Like we need Girl, to have oh, that. Now that now, if you and him can podcast <laughs> together, I mean, no I shade to. against all talk, no chase. You feel me? However, but, man, you know, that's nice platform. You know, yeah. this platform yes. would be great for the story. Like, yes, yes, like. I that would be a beautiful, a beautiful thing. I mean. That would be just to just to see. see mentally, mentally, yeah. how did you get through that? Yeah, you know, I spoke with a young lady. She worked at Kaiser, and she was hit by a car, and it they took her whole leg. Mm. So she walk around with her, you know, prosthetic leg or whatever. But her spirit is so high. That's another thing. She be like, "What you want to see my leg? It's cute." <laughs> 
You want to see my leg? She she pulled her pants down. I'm like, oh, it's gold too. Okay, okay, <laughs> that part. Yes, come through. Yes, she done had a whole photo shoot, everything. <laughs> so I'm like, man, I said, how did you mentally get through it? She was like, I had them days, you know, but them yeah. days, I had to keep telling myself, like, no, push through it. So me today, push through it, Ebony. I had my physical therapy today. Man, it's hurting because I can't bend my knee. So they trying yeah. to bend my knee. And it hurt so bad. Like, the tears just be coming. I'll be like, oh, oh my God. But they was like, okay, it's bending. Even me hearing that, I was like, it's, it's bending? Because yes. I had my eyes closed. I was, I was right. like, oh, hurting. But, <laughs> but when they said, I'm like, oh, it's bending? It's bending? They like, we can feel it. Out. That just gave me so much hope. Just that little piece, you know? So then they like, okay, well, if it's not, you know, in a couple of weeks or whatever, then I have to go under another, like a little mini surgery so the doctor can manipulate it. So he'll have to real life bend my knee again, mm. you know? Um, he had to do that with my ACL. They had to do little incisions in my ACL to for my ankle to move up and down, even though I can't do it on my own. So it's like, once again, I'm praying, God, come on now. Like, we got to do this because I don't want to do that, though, because I'm scared. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, God got a plan. He do. For I know the plans I have for you. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah 29 and 11. Okay. That I read that verse almost every day. Yeah. Just when I think like, why God this or why this? And I have to remember like, no, he knows the plan. Mm-hmm. He knows the plan. Just ask him for guidance and just to help and see you through. He going to get you through because he knew before you knew. So yes. He's going to get you through. He knew that right. accident was going to happen that day. That's probably why he even spoke about the cars because he already was yeah. kind of preparing you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Let me brace her a little bit now, you mm-hmm. know? So, because mm-hmm. he know. Yep. He know. Yep. I mean, I, I just want to say it's no, you probably have, no, I know you have no idea how many people I'm sure you have touched just by seeing your videos and your pictures mm-hmm. and your words of encouragement. I mean, you are touching life. Just think, look at how many lives you touched before this even happened. People who right. came out. Now that this has happened and they see your strength and they see right. your faith, imagine how many people you touching now. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. I mean, I'm touched right now because it's oh, like most definitely. That, that truly stand out to me because, uh, you know, occasionally I get depressed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the things that you said that stand out to me is one, I don't have time to be depressed. And two, mm-hmm. find something that you're grateful for. And, yes. you know, as humans, we take a lot of things for granted that we are not grateful for, like the simple things mm-hmm. and being able to make us something to eat or being able to yes. walk outside yes. to feel the sun or see the sun and stuff like yep. that. So, you know, I'm going to definitely try to take that gym away from this. You have to. You have to. Like what you said, I was three months in the hospital. I didn't, it was no windows or nothing. I didn't even know what the air felt like. And I posted a video when I was finally able to go outside and just to feel the air, y'all. Yeah. I was so overwhelmed. I was like, thank you, God. Like, I felt air. You know what I'm saying? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, people be like, dang, Evan, you was in jail. You know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've never been in jail, but I felt like it. Like, 
to feel the air like we take that so like we take it for granted mm-hmm. just I, you know like to brush your teeth like I can't even stand yeah. up to brush my teeth I gotta sit down like that's something you know so simple like man so it's a lot you know I, I, I didn't take my life for granted but it's like dang I did take some stuff for granted after it's mm-hmm. taken away no we all do you know, we all do. Yeah. Every day. Ooh. Every day. So, I mean, you're not alone in that. Trust me. We we definitely we all do. Um, mm-hmm. what would you what would be a message you would give someone um that needed a little bit of encouragement that, you know, go is possibly going through something similar, not necessarily exact thing, but just something they're trying to get through or, you know, mm-hmm. break through. What would be the message you have? them what and would you tell them how would you on that just to say maybe Please. something long term too because uh, yeah you know what you're going through is like you know i did this part i did this part but it seemed like it's just so many more steps that you still have to take to really get to the end of the tunnel so mm-hmm. it can be easy for one to lose the faith or get depressed and yeah stuff like that so what advice would you give although you've been dropping a lot yeah you know, so, anything else you want to add yeah um What's helping me too is really like I always say, just praying. Um, I made a whole list on my YouTube playlist of uplifting songs, whatever it is, gospel, R&B, whatever. I play that and I just play that meditation music, just getting centered. You know, I'll go to sleep with that, you know, and also what I picked up, I, I've been watching a lot of um, comedy standups. Really? everything that's funny mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like um my friend her brother he called me he was like what ha-, you know he went through a depression state and what helped me what helped him was watching a lot of comedy music movies and mm. stuff i said i'm about to do that i'll be in my room cracking up y'all like, yeah loud, yeah okay <laughs> like, laughter is medicine yeah seriously and then so when i hop on ig and i see something funny i'm like oh i'm posting that like somebody gotta laugh mm-hmm. with me you know, like, um, so that's been helping me. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. All that. Um, also just, it's your, it's your mind. You really have to tell yourself, you really have to speak life back into your life. You really have to be like, listen, I need this to happen in order for this to happen. I got to get up. You got to get up too. Like I know when I'm in, did it in the depression mode, I isolate myself. I'm in my room dark. I'm laying down. Man, yes. Drinking, all that, right? Mm-hmm. But like the other day, I was depressed. I said, uh-uh. I got to get up. Get up. Yep. I That's my grandmother nowhere. used to say, the bed will take your strength. Get up. Yes. Yes. I was in the bed for two <clears throat> days and I just felt like. All of a sudden, my body hurting again. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, sluggish and got an attitude out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, no, nah, let me get up. I, I walked. I don't care how long it's going to take me with my walker. I walked in my living room, just if it's in a de- different room. Yep. You know, like, if you just sit outside, like, just get some air. I always tell people, before my accident, I will always go to the marina, sit at the marina, just hear the water. You know, mm-hmm. music is my therapy. So I always just listen to music, always. Like, so that's helping me 
um, long term, because like when I'm telling myself now, you have to be like optimistic, like you have to. And it's not being fake. It's just that you got to put it out there. Like yeah. what I said, you got to speak life. You got to speak it. Like I'm going to be walking. I'm going to be dancing in a minute. Like right, this right. about to be, you know, like is I can't do it right now, but watch in a minute, you know. Yeah. I posted the, I posted the, the scripture is power. <laughs> life and death is in the power of the yeah. tongue. Amen. Like, oh, man, this is a That's gospel right. uh, podcast in a minute. Let me think it. <laughs> because it is but you, it is. it's like it like you have to you really have to and then shoot i have posted a video i stood up for a second i'm over here hitting the chicken head like my okay. arms feel cool you know what i'm yes. saying like i can still go i was seeing john b i'm in my wheelchair just dancing like hey yes. you know that's another thing too like i was scared to go outside not scared it was just like it's, it's too much for me to get up and have to get in a wheelchair and get in a car and do all that. But then I'm like, thank God I can do that. Yes. What if it was both of my legs? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, thank God I can use my crutches to get down my stairs to get in the car. Thank God my mind is still here. Yes. My mind is not gone. You get what I'm saying? Like, So it's like, I have to figure out something to keep every day. I got to figure out one little thing, if I can, to make me like, come on, Ebony. Like, so that's what I'm telling myself now. Because I got a little, and it's, you know, people, I'm not speaking like too freely about depression because I never was the person to like speak on it, but I have to, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I have to be real and tell people, y'all, like, this ain't easy. I'm going through it. Like, y'all see me smiling and stuff, but. I'm going through it. Like, I feel like I'm going to cry every minute I, you know, think something or whatever. Like, so I'm like, I just still got to somewhat be happy though. Like, it's not going to, it's not going to bring me down. Uh, mm-hmm. I refuse. Well, I just want to say, you're not alone when it comes to the depression mm-hmm. issue. I know, I know we done done already a couple of episodes about that and just, you know, depression, anxiety, and just, you know, how just within the black community period, how we still kind of take it as like a kind of like of a taboo. Oh, just pray about it type right. of stance when it comes to depression. And it's not that easy, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I spoke on this before my mom battled with uh, depression and mental health and loneliness and, mm-hmm. and all that. And she cried out for help multiple times. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't I ignored it. Didn't pay any attention because again, like I said, within the black families, community is like a taboo thing. Like, oh, you just sad. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you ain't depressed. You just sad. Are you crazy? Oh, that's the crazy auntie yeah. or, the, uh-huh. or the crazy sister or whatever. Right. And it's like, no, like this is really an illness. This is serious. Mm-hmm. This is something that can overcome you, yes. you know? And, and I just want to uh, just as, you know, when you hear somebody tell you, I am depressed. Please listen. And a lot of times it's not too much that you have to do, but just be there when needed. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, yep. because to be I honest with my- you, depression is only something a person can pull themselves out of, but it's still a good thing to still be there when they might need, like, Hey, I just need you to sit with me. Mm-hmm. I have a best friend who, uh, well, I don't know if quite a few people that quite a few people that's close to me that, uh, suffers with depression but one of my friends is like sometimes i just want a person just to sit with me i don't even want them to talk to me i don't want just just to sit yeah basically just to be there 
you know, yep. and that in itself goes a long way. When I had my experiences with losing both my parents um, two years ago, I didn't want people to text me or really call me, but mm-hmm. um, I believe Charmaine, you did this and I told you like that was really helpful. Um, but she used to just send hearts, just text hearts. Yeah. Just to let me know like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about you. You yeah. on my mind. If yeah. you do, if you is ready to talk or when you're ready to talk, I'm here. It's good. Right. Like I have, I'm, I love you. Like it's all good. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm saying that to the people that, you know, that's listening. Like when you hear people that say, you know, I'm depressed or I'm sad or whatever, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not necessarily anything that it's nothing you can do necessarily. Like, I don't know what the word is physically, but just besides just be there. Yeah. You know what like, I'm saying? And just let them like, know yeah. you're there. Yeah. Even when I was like in my depressed state, like my friends, they would call me and like, girl, I'm going through it and woo And I'll just be on the phone like <laughs> checking your phone, friends. Like, you, is you going through it? Okay. Wait, I don't even be answering the phone. Let me be going through something. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? I got to that point. I will always answer my phone and I, I'll be giving them all the advice. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then hang up and be like, okay, I got to deal with my stuff now. Right. Yeah. You know? But then, I, like I said, me helping them, I started to feel a little better, you know. But then when I got to them points, like, I can't answer the phone right now. Yeah. I can't do it. Like, I can't help you because I can't even help myself right now. It got in the right. real moments, you know, like, nah. And I wouldn't answer the phone. And I just text them, like, I'm not doing good. I'll hit you when I'm feeling better. Yeah. You know and, and that's when they were like, oh, my bad, you know. You know, if you need anything, you know, like that. But it's like, you know, you got to be, you got to get to the moments like, nah, I got to be to myself right now. Right. <laughs> you know, and those you moments are important. That type of energy for, for what you preserve that energy for yourself. Um, and, you know, like when you are going through something, it does tend to like in the beginning stages, you have like all the support and the people are there for you. But mm-hmm. eventually some of those people, they kind of die off, you know, because they yeah. have to continue with their life. But you still going through something. Right. Yeah. Sometimes they may not understand that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, you know, it's a bad thing. You know, they just ready to get back to the relationship that y'all used to have, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I just be like, oh, y'all. No, I gotta be honest. <laughs> no, and, 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 and do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't even say that because sometimes I don't even text back. I look at my phone and let it ring because right. I'm like, well, if they was really my friends, I understand. <laughs> they understand, wait. and then they see that little green dot on Instagram and Facebook. Like, wait a minute, she. <laughs> Mind your business, okay? Hello. My Facebook was hacked, and I'm kind of not thinking about redoing another Facebook. I'm like, I don't really think I need Facebook. Like, no, it was like somebody got into my whole last account and changed my name to their name. Oh, I ended up being Eduardo or some shit. (laughs) It, girl, it was a whole. It was yesterday was a day. I just say that I was changing passwords and just doing hella shit because, and I think it was because I was on that cruise ship and I used a Wi-Fi. That's really what I think it is because I did not go into what's that mode? What's this a uh, mode? The, air, the airplane mode or something? Not, no, not the airplane. I don't, know, I don't know if they have a private incognito. Private 
Ain't it like an incognito? There's a there's a private oh, browser no. on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm feeling all of forty. Like, what's the? Right, okay, I'm come over here and fix this phone. How you do this sound? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought. Oh my god! I was just telling yeah. my coworker that like I'm still cool. You think I'm still cool? We still cool, huh? We still cool at forty. We still, I'm still cool, right? Like, <laughs> hey, you better stop playing. Forty ain't old. Shoot. Hello, I'll be telling my little cousins. I'll be like, look, wait till Auntie come because I'm so I'm so much older than they believe my cousins. But you know, I'm like, wait till Auntie come down there. Y'all gonna see how cool I am. They just be looking at me laughing. Like she hella boosy. Like girl, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna show you how boosy I get when I get down there too. You. <laughs> Well, they know you that old as hell, cute. especially since you're saying boozy. <laughs> you wrong. <laughs> That's true, she hella though. cute. She, <laughs> look at that girl. she hella cute. Girl. She hella cute. Boosie ain't gonna never die. I'm gonna say that right now. It ain't you know, let me tell you a little too. secret. Something that you didn't know. A few years ago, I started wearing fanny packs, <laughs> right? Stop, People stop start it. talking about me because I started wearing fanny packs. Hold on, hold on, hold on. People talking about because I was wearing fanny packs. I'm well, wearing a fanny love, pack. I love me some fanny packs. Everybody wearing fanny packs now. Now is the you thing. Now too. I'm thinking. <laughs> so I'm bringing Bootsy back. How about that? Boo. <laughs> I'm bringing so, Bootsy we back. We bringing Saucy back. We bringing all the dark. <laughs> all you feel that. me? <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> what? I was class clown. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Well, and the youth book. Okay, we might as well bring this like, you know. <laughs> oh, not. What you say? What you say? What you say? What you say? Girl, don't, don't. I'm about to bring back the show to slap. I swear to God. I'm about to bring <laughs> soon as one of them crackheads come up to my booth, to my power, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm about to hear. I'll bring that back for sure. Get out of here with that. Oh, can I just get it? Get up out of here with that. <laughs> Well, I want to say that this has been one of the most, one, informative, but most of all, uh, like faith-filled and encouraging and strengthening episodes that I have done since I've been, or since we've been doing All Talk No Chaser. Mm -hmm. Like, Ebony, just you coming on here, telling your story, um, not only encouraging me and Charmaine already said you've already, you know, dropped a couple of gems for her, like but encouraging everybody who, you know, are going to listen to this podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you for telling your testimony and your story because people need stories like this. All the tragedy and stuff that's going on in the world right now, like we as a people, as the human race, just needs to hear these type of stories, stories of encouragement, stories of faith. Um, and for those who feel like we're getting too Bible, how about this stories of manifestation, because you manifested what, you know, was going to happen and what wasn't going to happen. Like you ain't going, my leg is, you're not taking my leg, period. Mm -hmm. You manifested that you spoke it out loud. So thank you. Like wholeheartedly, like, thank you. Like Mm -hmm. I needed to hear your story. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure, you know, well, I have my moments to where I'm feeling like, like, why God? Like, but it's like, like you said, it's like just to get that fresh air. Yes. Like the things that we take for granted. And I forget if there was a preacher talking about this, but 
I forget, it was a meme or something, but he was talking about somebody sitting down and he was like, it's not that you have faith in the chair. You have faith in the action that the chair gives you. Like, you know, you're going to be able to sit in this chair. That is going to, there you go. You, you already know that you, it's not even a question. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the faith you have in that action. You know what I mean? So right. it's like you, you and your faith. It's like, it's not even a question. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The type of faith you have is like, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to be hitting the brook field even harder once I once my right. leg heal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you just wait and see, okay? You just yeah. wait on it. You're going to have to revamp it. You know, oh, you know, you know, I got you. Most definitely, and don't forget to call all talk no chaser to come out there and videotape. You be up there teaching me, okay? Like, shit. I'm gonna ask you if you mm-hmm. could, you know, possibly send me the link to the, you know, encouragement songs that you. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, and when mm-hmm. Juju actually posts this, you know, maybe we can include that link, you know, so people can tonight actually, actually listen to that. I'm probably going to listen to it as well. I actually started mm-hmm. one of those playlists. Uh, just hey, Charmaine, you know what? We hella been using our government names this whole time. So, Mocha Charmaine, <laughs> Juju, um, I think they kind of got the, I think they kind of got the um, sense. Like, now I was like, I'm gonna play this every morning, you know, and one of them is. What's the dude from P Valley, the the rapper who was on P Valley? Lil I Murder. forgot his name. Lil yeah. Murder. Okay. He got a he got a song. Man. You that one song me. he did with Megan and Stallion. Didn't that become a single? I'm talking about that song when I make it up about this. I'm gonna send you my playlist. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I do a little Mary J. Blige. Good morning, gorgeous. You know, you really Mm -hmm. gotta... So I got a few songs too, but you know, so I also want to add some of yours to my list. Most definitely. Yeah, um, I had sent that uh, my playlist to a few people I know. Okay. Because I'm like, when you don't have no words, just listen to this. Mm -hmm. The music is very powerful. And it's going to speak to your soul. It's going to speak to your soul. And in a minute, you know, especially if you can't sleep and everything, like just play that in a minute, you're going to be asleep. Mm-hmm. Peacefully. So yeah, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep y'all updated on everything though. Um, my whole journey because I'm up here texting. It's gonna be a, I'm texting a y'all whole journey, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> she on my nerves. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's y'all, right? <laughs> what we can even do you know uh this is my first time back for a minute too i will say that this has been a very impactful podcast um it feels good to be back and if julia doesn't mind you know i would definitely love to have you back on too um mm-hmm. whether it be just another topic you know definitely you sitting in the house and feel like you ain't got nothing to do this is our friday mm-hmm. night right here you know go on and grab you a little drink and we could just sit here and chop it up and it's we like, encourage like anyone yes. who wants like to hop on yep. please as yep. you can see you don't have to roll up over here you know right. what i'm saying hey don't even worry about it because i got stairs that would have been a complicated right. situation but um, anybody, you know what I'm saying, that I would, you know, I would love to even if she was to ever fill up to it, to even have your mom on just to get. Oh, most definitely. I should have had her. You come know, on. yeah, just to, I mean, don't, don't, we still gonna be around, girl. 
You yeah. know, please, because just to get her mm-hmm. point of view, right. her perception of the whole thing, I'm sure that would be you, impactful. I know she's going to give us a powerful word. Oh, <laughs> girl. I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all over here yes. trying to, y'all over here with the tears with me. Man, <sighs> her birthday was just the other day and she had her speech and surprised me like with a song. What's the, um, what's her name? Oh, Lord. Don't let me go to my memory bank with my songs. No, I, y'all. Um, what you need me to sing? What you <laughs> Rihanna, girl? I can't even think of her name. Rihanna. <laughs> I don't think she wants to say some Yolanda. You know what I'm saying? So you said Tamala. You know. They said Rihanna. I can't even think of her name, y'all. Girl, oh, yes, girl. She, the song okay. came on, and she was like, "Oh, you know this? Like, she changed me. her whole speech." I, I'm instantly like, "So you about to make me cry?" All right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. girl. I'm crying like, "Oh, like, oh Lord." Mm-hmm. Yeah, just hearing, yeah, my mama need to tell her story. How strong? She I would love her. to have mom do song. I would love to. Yes, you you just let us know when both of y'all are ready. Like, yeah, that would be. That would mm-hmm. be great. Whenever yeah, y'all are hearing um, it from her perspective, and something that I've noticed that you know you've said a lot, like us trying to hold back tears, and that could mm-hmm. be even a whole nother thing. Well, not me. I let my tears flow, actually. Okay. Well, some of us in black families weak and stuff like that, or oh, you gotta yeah. be strong. So a lot of times we don't display that type of emotion. And it sounds like mm-hmm. that's what Ebony is true. Yeah. True. You know what? Another yeah. thing I mean to I mean to say this too, you guys. That's gonna help long term for somebody. Therapy. Yes. Therapy. 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 Yes. Like this, before, I used to be like, I don't want to do no therapy. Like you know, and if I get a a white person, you know, they don't know what I've been through, and you mm-hmm. know, I can't. They can't relate to me. But what working in behavioral health now, I notice. Some a whole completely stranger can help you get through what you're going through because they don't know your history. Yes. They can't judge you. You know what I'm no saying? They don't know your friends. They don't know your family members. So they can't side with nobody. Yeah. They really they're listening. And then to you get you. a different perspective or an opinion that you didn't even think about because you so wrapped mm-hmm. up in what you're going through. You know? So that's what helped me. Um who did because you go through for your for your therapist? Kaiser. They okay. they um you know they set me up with a psychiatrist. Okay. And um because I was like, I'm going, I'm I start feeling like I was about to lose it, you know, like mentally and everything, and I'm having all these anxiety attacks all of a sudden and mm. like where is that coming from? You know, they um put me on medication for a minute. Like for my mood swings and stuff, because I started girl, I was flashing on nurses and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so they like mm-hmm. my mom and everybody like, wait a minute, this ain't happening, you know? Like, yeah, it yeah. was a whole another side coming out, you know. So, but therapy has really been helping me. Like I'm talking to y'all. It's just that's just all what it is. This is therapeutic. Just yep. talking to somebody, and we really be knowing our outcome, our solutions, or whatever. We just got to talk to somebody and hear ourselves say it. Yes. That's just really what it that is. That part. Like, I'll call my friend and be like, I already know what I need to do, but just listen. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I'm good for that too. Like, I don't really, not really talking right, about. No. Don't need your opinion. I just want to no. talk it through. I'm actually talking it through my with myself, but yes. you're just the audience member. Just so you, yeah, I mean, you gonna get some opinions though. Right, right. No. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, people are always gonna do what they want to do anyway, or what yes. they probably have already been yeah. able to do. Um, exactly. But yeah, you can give somebody. Yeah. And mm-hmm. for anybody else watching, you know, you can go through your. Uh, your Insurance. healthcare provider. Uh, mm-hmm. Some employers have EAP programs. There's yes. better help. So there's multiple ways that you can speak to somebody. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's going to help you. For real. Seriously. Seriously. Well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, you guys, if any of you, um, anybody out there that wants to share your testimony of encouragement or just of faith or whatever the case may be, please, please inbox myself or Mocha and just let us know or inbox all talk, no chaser. And, um, let us know like, Hey, I want to get on. I want to tell my story. Or if you have any encouraging words for Ebony and, and I don't know if she wants to actually put her handle out there or if you have any questions for her or you just want to, you know, get a little bit more advice. Um, you can either send us a message, we send it to her or um, mm-hmm. Ebony, if you feel comfortable with giving out your handle or whatever the case may be, you know, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. please so <laughs> say less, say less. You can go ahead and send if you have an encouraging <laughs> message, we will proofread, send it to all talk no chase. And uh, we will send it to Miss Ebony if you. Uh, thank, you. thank you, thank you very much. You ladies have any last words before we um, shut it on down? I shut this episode on down. Nope. You want to go over here? Okay. Well, <laughs> look at me. I'm still talking. Look, it's okay. <laughs> My computer but... about to die. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just want to thank you guys for um, having me on here and everything, and. Uh, Telling my story, you know. Thank you so much. That's all I have to say. And thank you, and thank you, Ebony, for coming. And yeah. all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all talk no chaser. Thank you for joining us once again. And um, hopefully next time we'll have Mom Dukes on, and yes. it will be a part two <clears throat> of this segment to get Mom Dukes uh perception and um just her outlook of the whole situation. And I'm sure that in itself would be a full testimony breakthrough in itself just from her perspective. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. stay tuned and thank you guys for tuning in and um, we'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye.